our LSU. Boom! All night long. Yes. Let's freaking go. Blake Baker is your new defensive coordinator for the LSU Tigers. It was just a few days ago. I was sitting here on this live stream, got a very interesting text that this is the direction it was likely heading. And obviously I had a very strange reaction uh, to that. And it actually happened. It's rare that the most obvious thing actually happens, but it is now official. LSU has already announced, and I was waiting for the official announcement. I was told that that was coming, and it is out now. He is going to lead a defense that needs to be rebuilding. Okay. So there are so many different layers about it. Obviously, the specifics don't matter to me. All it comes down to, is he good? And the answer to that is yes. I have not done my deep dive on Blake Baker just yet where I watch all his old games. But I will tell you this, when you just do a quick yards per play analysis, Missouri's defense in his two seasons at Missouri was really good. They were top half in the SEC. They weren't elite elite when it comes to yard per play uh, numbers, but they were still really good. And you also have to factor in when Blake Baker took over the Missouri defense, they had just gotten over a Bo Pelini situation where, ironically, uh, a guy who many consider to be the best DC in the NFL right now, Steve Wilkes, was the defensive coordinator at Missouri, and he was terrible. He, he was Bo Pelini level bad. So they bring in Blake Baker, who was a linebackers coach at LSU, and in these last couple of seasons, he has been phenomenal. Um, obviously, I'm not going to call him elite, elite uh, with the production at Missouri, but they were very good. And in particular, where they were good was in the secondary. Chris Abrams, Strain, uh, Rake Straw, that whole group, they were really good. They played together, and we really had to earn it. Uh, earlier this season on the road versus his defense. You also got to factor in, he played most of the good offenses in the SEC this season, and there were some really good performances, including holding a Josh Heupel Tennessee offense to under 10 freaking points. Let me repeat, a Josh Heupel Tennessee offense, anything under 20 is incredible. He held him to under 10. So he had some absolutely stellar games, not really any bad games outside of Jaden freaking Daniels, one of the goats of the sport. So uh, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. It's obviously not the sexiest name. It's also a very expensive name. So what I was told is the number is at 2.5 million a year. What's very interesting about that was he was almost up to $2 million per year on the Missouri side of things. So LSU, this was an expensive addition, and there's obviously a lot of assistant coach questions that are going to be asked, but the bottom line is the most important job is to get Blake Baker um, in as a defensive coordinator. I will also say this. 
anything would have been an upgrade over Madhouse. And even if you're sitting right now watching this live stream and you're saying, well, Carter, I, I don't like Blake Baker. I, I'm just not a big fan of it. It, it, it. it reeks of desperation, bringing someone back that wasn't even a coordinator here before. It seems easy since we know he wanted the job. Well, sometimes in life, it is not about who you hire. It's about getting the guy out that needs to be out. So the bottom line is this. The most important thing that LSU needed to do this offseason was fire Matt House. And that's not me kicking on his grave. He's gone. He's getting a good buyout. LSU gave him a ton of money. Um, he was terrible, though. He was one of the worst defensive coordinators we ever had at LSU. And it started even before this year, his fall from grace. Um and I wish Matt nothing but the best in his near future. But the most important thing was getting someone else in. And Blake Baker uh, is someone else, right? And he's someone that has proven to be a good defensive coordinator in the SEC. Now, something else that's going to be very important as an LSU fan is a lot of Missouri fans are going to be talking a lot of ish. They're going to be very angry. Missouri's on a high uh, that they've never been on before since, obviously, the Gary Pinkle days. So this obviously is a... Um, a sucky situation if you are a Missouri fan because you felt you were going to the elite upper echelon of the SEC levels just for a guy to do what most coaches at Missouri would do, which is take a job at a premier program like LSU. So good stuff right there. Madhouse is out, and LSU got the guy that they wanted to get from the get-go, which we reported um a few days ago. So obviously I'm not an insider. Uh, it's just not what I do. I'm more of an analyst, but I felt this was the way they were going to go. Um, so there you go. Now I know a lot of you are going to want an even bigger name. We welcome name loading to the channel. If you are new, once again, I want to welcome you in. Please hit the subscribe button, ring the bell. We got something really big that we are releasing tomorrow for a pretty big announcement that may even be inevitably a bigger announcement than this one tonight. Some of you might know what that is. Be on the lookout. It won't be a live stream. It'll be a very well-edited video for you-know-who making a big announcement tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. Okay, next thing. Um, you know, I know a lot of you, like Aaron, welcome to the channel, Aaron. Hope you hit the subscribe button. I know a lot of you want the assistants to be named, okay? Let me start with the Bo Davis thing. I have always said on this channel when it comes to Bo Davis's name, his name has been attached to LSU for years. His name has been attached to Brian Kelly for years. He is a premier coach, not just an assistant, but a premier coach in the sport. And obviously, he's an LSU Tiger. He's coached here before. Um, it is hard to get someone who is making a million dollars a year to be an assistant, not a coordinator, an assistant at a top five job to make a trip back home. Obviously, LSU has the money to make it happen for Bo Davis, but it would be very expensive, and it's hard to go to a college football playoff making a million dollars a year as a defensive line coach and still come to LSU. Now, like I always say, I've been in the media business for a while now. You never say never when it comes to any defensive line coach or just any coach in general. But let me be real. I 
I don't think that that is going to happen. I also um, am on the fence about Corey Raymond. I've heard all different types of things as far as Corey Raymond is concerned. I just know that there are a lot of people that want him to be the defensive court or, or the defensive backs coach. And obviously he has a connection to Blake Baker as well, but that's what a lot of you want. That's what a lot of powerful people at LSU wants. Is that the direction that they want to go? All right. We'll see. I'm open to Corey making a return. That's not the direction I would go. If, if, I were LSU. I think Blake Baker would have been, and he was actually a top five candidate for me. So anytime you can get a top five candidate, it's really good. It is very expensive, though. I know a lot of you want to talk about the price. You, you were giving Madhouse two point one million a year, and two point five million a year is a lot. That that is a lot of money, and I like Blake Baker. But that is very expensive. And, you know, you're going to have to hire the assistants. NIL is changing. You got all these buyouts that you still got to pay. Um, but now Blake Baker is the highest paid assistant coach in the sport. Okay. Let me repeat Blake Baker is the highest paid defensive coordinator in the entire sport. Okay. So I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I, I obviously don't care about the price. It's not something that I have to pay. It's not something that you have to pay. But there are more things you have to pay for now in the modern college game. So it's um, it's 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 expensive. It is very, very expensive. So as you could tell, I, I'm excited for two different reasons. Number one, I like Blake personally. I know how much he is going to love being the job. I don't know him personally, but I've only heard good things. And obviously, the the second thing is, once again, I'm not an insider, but I obviously got good information here that this is where the, the, the search was heading, and this is where the direction things were going to go. So there you go. I try to be as reliable as I possibly can, but I'm here mostly for analysis, okay? So Carvin says, I just want an aggressive defense. Let me start by also saying this. I think Blake Baker will use Harold Perkins correctly. I know that's a question that a lot of you want to know, but the truth is when you're paying someone this much money, it's not just a next year thing. This is the guy you are expecting to be the defensive coordinator for your next college football playoff team. Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. It's going to be a lot of pressure on him. But the one thing I would do if I were him is come into this with a game plan where you're not shifting things by the day. And what do I mean by that? Well, you know, I still think one of the biggest things that hurt Matt House this season was the Harold Perkins off-ball linebacker experiment. Okay. And not having defined roles and objectives with your defense. And what happens is you don't ever really have anybody feeling comfortable. One thing I want from Blake Baker is our defensive lineman not lining two yards off the football, catching blocks while they run for six yards, six yards, seven yards, boom, 15 yards, wide open pass here. Have a consistent alignment. 
up front where, um, you know, Savian Jones is not two, two and a half yards off the football. Those are the little things that need to get fixed. And obviously with the live stream, you can't really get to film study E, but one thing that he had was a really good secondary. So there you go. Let's go to Lord Simply. Welcome to uh, the channel. Daryl says it is a great hire. Good to see you. Uh, American Patriot says, can he recruit? Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, some of the players on this current team, he did some work for. Uh, Ryan, welcome to the channel. Good to see you. Good to see Reaper. So once again, there are over 600 of you in here. Um, if you super chat, I go straight to it. Any topic, we're obviously going to focus mostly on the defensive coordinator hire. I will talk a little bit about Bryce Underwood a little bit later and a few other current news and notes. We've talked a lot about major burns um, in the last 24 hours. Uh, Desmond says, I'm glad they didn't go after DJ Durkin. Totally agree with you. I, I, I think Baker is better than DJ Durkin. Okay, so there you go. Mikey says, Carter, why not move fast on Sloan if he's a guy? Maybe he's not the guy. I think it's pretty clear that Joe Sloan is going to be your offensive coordinator next season. I think LSU would be really bold if they were to not go in that direction. Okay? As Carvis points out, Blake Baker has been a power five defense coordinator, not only with Miami, but also with Louisiana Tech. Okay? Um and he will also be the linebackers coach, more than likely. I would be shocked if he wasn't. Now, obviously, you do need to fill a staff. They've already changed everything on Wikipedia. Blake Baker, of course, born in Houston, Texas, but played his college ball at Tulane. Okay. And obviously, there are a lot of LSU assistants that have been at Tulane. Maybe that's somewhere LSU will go with one of their coaching uh, decisions. Um, but this is his experience to the far right. Obviously, only 41 years of age, and as you can see, he has been around, right? He's coached in Texas, so he has ties to the Texas region. Obviously, Florida is another place that LSU recruits. I know most of the recruiting high school efforts will, moving forward, be mostly in Louisiana and Texas for a lot of different reasons. And, um, you know, obviously, North Louisiana is an area that he's very familiar with where he spent a good five years of his life as a defensive play caller. Now we get to the yard per play data. All right. There is exactly 674 of you in here. Please hit the subscribe button. I really appreciate that yard per play numbers. As I always do, I do adjust these numbers to the power five data only Blake Baker at a 5.40 clip fifth in the SEC in 2022. I can't express how good that is because if you go to 2021, um, things were not good. 6.56 yards per play before Blake got there. And then in 2020 was when uh, the Missouri defense at a 6.10 clip was really bad. So there you go, 2022. Obviously, a major step forward in the right direction at a 5.40 yard per play clip. And then, of course, at uh, this past season, a 5.58 yard per play clip at six. That's really good. You also got to factor in he went up against Jaden Daniels and um, 
freaking uh, Carson Beck this season. So what is his base defense? Is it a 4-2-5 nickel alignment? I do believe it'll be um, uh, multiple. I really do think so. You know, one thing, um, one guy that I really liked a lot for them this year, Roby, was number 15. His name slips my mind. That guy was physical. Um, he played uh, with reckless abandon. Obviously, eight uh, was a good player for them, one of their inside linebackers, who uh, Jaden Daniels um, really Heismaned uh, this past season. So, yeah, I, I do think it'll be multiple. I do think um, you will see more four-man surfaces uh, with him as your defensive coordinator. Um, but also, I think he'll adjust based uh, to, 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 to scheme. We welcome Zay Doughboy. Baker is a good hire. Would be lying if I didn't feel Lance Guidry and Jim Leonard would have been just as good. Okay? Now, here's what I'd say about Jim Leonard. All right? He's mostly been a northern guy. So, I don't know if the south would be something he would be interested in. And... Lance Guidry would have been interested in this job. There's no way he wouldn't have been, especially considering what LSU paid Blake Baker. But I do think this is the direction that Brian Kelly wanted to go. And I do think this is the direction that Scott Woodward enjoyed going um, as well. I don't, you don't need inside information to know that Blake Baker was chatting it up with Scott Woodward before the Missouri game earlier this year. How many times do you see a defense coordinator of the opposing team chat up the opposing team's athletic director? It is rare. It is rare. So um, it's, 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 it's expensive. It's very, very, very expensive. And you're going to need money, obviously, to, to, to get uh, the entire staff. And obviously you need, more money for uh, the future of name, image, and likeness. So the thing is, though, if you feel he is a special defensive coordinator and you get someone you feel is the next day veranda, then obviously uh, it's worth the $2.5 million. And I still go back to this. There is no way he is going to be as bad as Matt House. No way. Knock on wood. Now, where I, I I where I think it's going to be interesting, all right, and we welcome in Steven to the channel. Um, I don't know this, and maybe Blake said, look, if I'm coming in, I need to hire my own coaches. Uh, let me let me also say this about the um, the, the defensive coordinator job, right? It is very important to. Now, not only stop the explosive play, because this year it wasn't as if LSU was just getting beat over the top, right? It was a lot of death by a thousand cuts. It wasn't a lot of, hey, this guy is just burning us. A lot of LSU's issues was just physicality, just tackling, knowing where they needed to be, processing information quickly, understanding time and situation. All those things are going to be very important. But something else that I think will be important here is will Blake Baker make some very difficult decisions about players who may or may not return to LSU this next season who really struggled last year? 
Okay, so are there any transfers he's connected to that could take this defense to the next level? Personnel is going to be very key in this first season. But, you know, I I, I just go back. You know, he did a really good job of quickly rebuilding this Missouri defense that was so freaking bad under Elijah Drinkwitz. So there you go. Chevis Jackson. Huh? 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 Oh, man. Player X welcoming in everyone. Yeah, 786 of you. That's very good to see. And that might be setting a, a record for us. I think we've been up there once before uh, for uh, Brian Kelly news, but that's great. Skoda Rick, he says, that's what killed us. Death by a thousand cuts is a great description. Yeah. You know, like the, the defensive struggles of the 2020 LSU defense was a lot of explosive plays over the top. This past year's defense was almost too conservative, right? It was a lot of quarters coverage, a lot of playing on your heels, and also just bad tackling and, let's be honest, lack of athleticism. I hate to say that about an LSU defense, but we were very stiff, okay? Um, you know, it's it, it it's tough. It was really, really tough to watch, okay? So there you go. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to get to everyone's questions. So please uh, be be patient um, with Baker coaching Perkins of Heisen. Ha, 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 ha. There you go. God LSU in 2020. Yeah, that was tough. Welcome to the channel, Zachary Moe. Let's go to investing with Cole. What are the odds that Baker gets a head coaching job after first playoff season? Okay. First off, investing with Cole. I am not getting the returns on my Roth IRA that I wanted. I need your help. So please shoot me a message at Power Hour LSU if you really know how to invest. Um, I've been buying some Anisha Morrow cards. So I know that's that's gonna make uh, that's gonna make me rich. Hey, I'm serious. I, I I'm I love her. Um but for real, I need some investing out. Let's go to Jack K. Hey. hey, Carter, uh, does Blake Baker like to blitz uh, the quarterback? Yeah, he can get aggressive. He can. Uh, Aaron, what's up? Good to see you. Um, let's go to Alyssa. Oh, I just read that comment really fast. That was uh, a lot. Let's go to Desmond. Besides Bo Davis, who are the other top defensive line coaches? Well, I'll tell you this, and and this might not excite a lot of you, but let me make sure I'm getting his name correctly. Um, I believe his name is Al Davis, the defensive line coach for Missouri this season. I like the way the Missouri defensive line coach, um, uh, how they were coached this year. That was his name. Um, Al Davis was really good for them. And uh, look, he is followed by Ahmad Bro on Twitter. I don't know if that means anything or not. So, um, that would be someone that I would like. And I also think it would um, provide some familiarity to um, Blake Baker's staff. So I'd be I'd be open to that. 
And obviously, like the other Al Davis, just win, baby. Just win. Ha, ha, ha. And this might not be popular. And it would take some some conversations for what actually happened the first time. But Desmond, I'm just going to be real with you. Jamar Kane was a really good defensive line coach at LSU. He just was. And I would love to have him back. He is an elite recruiter. He is very well respected. And he's just good. All right. I'd be open to him. I'd be open to Coach Hill coming back, who was with him here. Um, the defensive line coach I was here, and he was a D-line coach at Tulane, Gerald Chapman, I believe. I'd be open to him as well. Um, but also, I, I, I don't want to undersell the seriousness of what happened to Coach Jimmy Lindsey. I hate it that that's what happened, but – that's coaching for you, right? That was one of um, that was one of House's guys. One big thing, though, Desmond, that's going to be very key. All right, and I really, I really do feel this way. Okay, is what is he playing for, John Jancic? All right, what is he playing? What is he playing for, Bob Diaco? Are those guys that they want back? I, I. I do think it is important for them to bring in their own defensive line coach, though. I want Blake Baker to have coaches that he wants instead of guys that were just forced on, if that makes sense. Jared, thank you for the super chat. Good to see you. Uh, Adrian says, Alfred Davis is originally from Faraday, Louisiana. Okay. So that would make a lot of sense, and that might be in the direction you go. Um and I think, obviously, he would be open to coming over with, with Blake as well, coaching in the home state. So you already have a few coaches on the staff that have made that decision, right? Blake Baker just made that decision, even though he was born in Houston. He played college ball at Tulane, and his wife's from Louisiana. You also have Cortez Hankton come back home to Louisiana. You have Brad Davis. Maybe you see the same thing with – no relation, Al Davis from Missouri. Okay, let's go to Gina. I predict some rain in Tiger Stadium. I want to play patty cake with the Baker man, if you know what I'm saying. Gina, how, how are you going to pick up someone with these? You, 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 you gotta, you can't, can't do patty cake jokes. It's 2024. It's it's twenty twenty and you're dropping patty cake jokes. Thank you for the super chat. I really do appreciate you, Gina. Um, and tell them, Bilbo, it never rains in Tiger Stadium. Now, next thing, what are we going to get out of this defense? What is the one thing you want to see? Well, one thing is we do desperately need better defensive line play. I think it started there, right? Obviously not having Wingo this year hurt, but over the past couple of seasons, we've seen guys decline 
that had promise, right? Um, Jaqueline Roy in his final season wasn't as good as he was the year before. But Makai Wingo was way better than we thought. I was fine with the defensive line play the year before. We were thin, didn't have Mason Smith. But, you know, I, 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 I think one thing, and I know you guys are tired of me just beating this over your head over and over. We just could not, for the life of me, set the edge defensively. That's all Lane Kiffin was doing. Quick pitch here, quick pitch here. It's a thing. If you do quick pitches, you don't have to block well if you can't set the edge. You're absolving your offensive line for having to block anyone if you're able to, to, to set the edge or if you, if you can't set the edge. All right? Let's go to Lord Simply. As both an FSU and LSU fan started watching since your LSU versus FSU breakdowns, there you go. I really enjoy watching Florida State. I think you guys got shafted out of the playoff. I'm not going to get into another one of those ranks tonight. I think you guys could have won the playoff with Jordan Travis. I'm serious. What they did to LSU was crazy. What do you think about FSU possibly coming to the SEC? Sick games, I think. Um, thank you for the super. I won't spend too much time on it. I'm not on fire about Florida State joining the SEC. I know it's not what you wanted to hear. I've done a video on my SEC channel about it. I th- I think Florida State will be in the Big Ten. I, I really do think so. I think that's the direction that they're going. I, I don't think Sankey wants to add. I really don't think so. Um, I think the Big Ten would, would happily uh, take you guys. But that is a total mess. It is a total, total, total mess. And I would love LSU and Florida State to play again. Right? It's got a Rulu or Rolo. Do you think it was possible that our issues might have stemmed from our guys giving up on Madhouse? Possibly they could turn it up for more fresh blood. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 just the truth. Uh, I don't think that they gave up on Madhouse. It's a, it takes a lot to just give up on someone, but you could tell that they were mentally defeated during the course of some games. A good example of this was the Ole Miss game, which was some of the most pathetic tackling efforts I have ever seen to the point where it, you could tell it was mental anguish um, on the, in the souls of the LSU defense. One thing that I think, and, and this is a really good super chat, possibly they could turn it up for more fresh blood, right? I know you're asking about fresh blood in terms of Blake Baker. One thing I think is just going to be interesting as far as Blake Baker is concerned, is he going to want fresh blood on this own defense, right? What if he looks at the film of this defense and he says, well, I, I don't know if I'm working with a lot here, okay? And the reason the reason why I say this is I, I I don't think the LSU defensive staff ever got around to how bad some of the consistent starters were on this defense. Right? I understand Omar Spates took a lot of heat. At least he was dealing with a hip flexor, right? He stunk though, and we kept playing him over Whit Weeks, who was a younger player. All right. I understood the logic behind it because we weren't that deep at linebacker behind Weeks and Spates and Greg Penn. But still, is he going to want fresh players? You know, we talk about setting the edge. We struggled 
at the jack linebacker position and at the opposite hand in the dirt in position. So your two ends in the system that Madhouse was trying to run, you struggled with it, okay? How are you going to set the edge in this defense? Are there guys that we have currently in our roster that can do that? I would like to think that we do have those kinds of guys, okay? The defensive tackle position is going to get a facelift, right? Maybe Blake Baker's first line of business should be to go to Mason Smith, and obviously some of Mason's family watches our channel, and I'm very happy to have them as a part of our PHL community. Maybe they go to Mason Smith and say, look, we need you, man. They finally started using you the way that you need to be used as a zero tech nose where Mason Smith won us not one, but two games at the end of the season, making plays at that position. And one thing that Blake Baker is definitely going to need to do is run a freaking QB spy against Jalen freaking Milrow next season. Please just do that because Milrow can't do much else. And he's a very good quarterback and he is a very good deep ball thrower. But outside of running and throwing that thing a mile, it's not really that good at everything in between. So, <laughs> force him to do that. Let's go to TJ Supertan as he, as he uh, states, already ready for the Baker Patreon scoop, missing out if you're not a member. So, I'm always a believer in authenticity, okay? We have gotten a lot of new subscribers recently. Some of it was... Via Twitter, we went viral on Twitter with some of our, with one of our Garrett Nussmeyer breakdowns, and obviously the Wingo clip um, from Jacques Doucet. And then obviously, um, you know, I, I said what I said about Baker a few days ago on the live stream. I always try to be as authentic as I possibly can with you. So we do have a Patreon service where you pay a little bit a month. You're able to be in the Discord. You get a one on one call with me if you choose to do so. And we talk LSU football, we talk about your life and all that stuff. But I am not an insider. I am not the breaking news guy. I am not a Matt Zinitz. I'm not an Adrian Wojnarowski. Okay, I am an analyst. Do I sometimes get scooping information? Yes. And more often than not, I share it on here and I share it in the Discord. Okay, so I really do appreciate it. But you should sign up. It goes a long way. Um, ask anyone. Uh, I take LSU football very seriously and I try my best to break it down the best I possibly can. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's go to, let's go to Bilbo here. Mizzou won 11 games. Yeah. You know, one thing about Blake Baker is he had a season at Missouri. That's been better than either one of our past two seasons, right? They won 11 games. Now they didn't win their division, but let's take a look at how good Missouri actually was, Right. This was an 11-win team whose two losses was Jaden Daniels. You, you, you got the brunt of, of, of a Jaden Daniels game. And your other loss was on the road at Georgia in a very competitive game. Okay? So the truth here is, well, Missouri – wasn't just good, they were elite. Okay. Now are they transcendent? No. Are they a playoff team like Alabama or Georgia or us? No, but they're Missouri, right? They would have been in the playoff this year. 
They would have been in the playoff this year. Okay? Bama's players are leaving in droves. Maybe there's um, someone there that LSU's interested in. Good to see you again, DeMarquis. I remember you. Welcome back, brother. Epic Shorty, it's okay. Better late than never. I've been missing you lately. Uh, the caucus, you are right. Omar Spates was a mess. Now, let's take a look at the poll question. Got a pretty large sample here. Uh, well, the votes are starting to fire in. It takes a while for my YouTube here to upload. Okay. What is your final grade on Blake Baker or your initial grade? No one's going to have a final grade. Okay. Chris says A, B, C, D. Uh, Chris says, Yo, Carter, grade higher in my opinion. 67% of you say A. I can get down with that. Richard says, A. Give me your grade in the chat right now. Give me your grade. Now, in honor of Blake Baker being hired, what are we going to give away here? Oh, yeah, this is cool. Let's get this one away tonight. Shipping out a bunch of these um, tomorrow. Give this Jaden Daniels cut tonight. If we get to, uh, there's 920, let's double up. If we get to 200 in Super Chats, one of you is going to get this tonight. Okay. J504, welcome to the channel. Thank you for your service. How many transfer players follow him? Hopefully a few. And maybe, Jay, it's not players from Missouri. Now that there are some players in the portal, they're like, oh, okay, I, I, I know Blake, you, you recruited me, and though I didn't pick him at Missouri, maybe I can go to his school now. One position I think that it would behoove LSU to just go and just pay whatever it takes to get somebody elite is uh, is corner, right? I, I think that's kind of a non-negotiable at this point. I would like an, another DT uh, in the portal as well. I have been pretty, um, I've been I've been pretty clear that that's part of the rebuilding direction that LSU needs to, to, to go into. I understand a lot of us are excited about Dominic McKinley. I I'm, I am too. I'm not so sure if he is just a year one right out the gate player, but he could play obviously next season, but that's why, you know, I say re-recruiting Mason Smith would be nice, even though the NFL could be likely in his near future. So, 
Keep all of that in mind. All right. Also, Demon Clark says, "Hail yes to the hire." I know he's pumped up about it. Okay. Call me, Larry says we could have gotten a lot of NFL coaches for two point five million. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if NFL coaches is the way you want to go with this, though, right? Because you have to recruit. You don't have to recruit as much as maybe a position coach would have to recruit, but you still got to recruit a lot. And maybe that's not worth it. <laughs> you know, maybe it's not worth it. All right. Let's go to Michael. He coached on Miami as a DC for two years. Maybe he can pull in some kids from South Florida. True. You know, historically, Florida kids at LSU have, have been fruitful. Obviously, you know, Patrick Peterson uh is is the first name that comes to mind. They just brought in Colin Hurley. Uh, if you want a, a deeper cut guy, John Batten was a really good player for LSU. So yeah, I mean that that would that would be very nice. But I still think LSU's high school recruiting efforts will mostly be in Louisiana and Texas unless it is a premium, premium guy that they want, kind of like the guy that will likely commit to LSU tomorrow. Okay? All right. What's so special about... Blake Baker, I like how you spelled it. Isn't that how Cole Wetzel, the, the singer? Um, isn't that how he spells his name? Wetzel? Wetzel special? You know, it's not necessarily uh, if if he's special or or not, right? I think a lot of you would want special if you hear that LSU made him the highest paid assistant in the country. Right, because there's probably other assistants that they could have gotten. And because they wanted Blake Baker so badly and he just agreed to the extension with Missouri, it, it probably cost him to to spend a little bit more. Um but I also think Brian Kelly's not the guy that wants to pay whatever it takes to get NIL guys. I think he would prefer to spend the money on coaches. Um, and we'll, we'll see how NIL and all that stuff plays out because one question that I've seen in the chat tonight is, well, if we're spending all this money on a coach, what do we have left over to pay players to come in? You know, uh, there are plenty of, of portal corners we went up against, including, you know, Florida State, Day one, Cypress was a difference maker, right? He really gave Malik Neighbors uh, some fits and Jaden Daniels. And uh, that that guy probably makes us a winner so better, or he definitely makes our defense better. So it's crazy. King Ulysses, man, you know it's special when King Ulysses. King Ulysses doesn't even mess with me anymore and he's been with me he's really been a day one he was with me when i first started doing live streams and there is like 
maybe 40, 50 people in, in the lives. Here's Bilbo. Carter, tell me if there's any truth to Corey Raymond leaving LSU because he wanted to be the D.C. at LSU. All right. I understand we're getting a lot of Corey Raymond questions tonight. Okay. Does he want to be back at LSU? Yes. Okay. Yes. Number one, he doesn't have a job right now. Number two, LSU is his home. Number three, Change his Twitter bio to DBU. The question is, does Brian Kelly want Corey Raymond? Does Blake Baker want Corey Raymond? Okay. It's a tough question. And I, I, I go back to this. Once again, I am open to Corey coming back. I'm, I'm open to it. And historically, he is one of the best DB coaches ever. In college football. He really was that great at LSU. But in each of the last four seasons, his secondaries have not been good on the field. Now, he's always going to be a good recruiter. But his secondaries just haven't been elite. Okay? That's not that's not my opinion. Okay? It, it's not. Right? Um, I go by what the data tells me, and then I, I watch – Film myself, okay? I will also say this. I have not done my deep dive like I do with every coordinator hire uh, when it's made, okay? You can go back to the Madhouse coordinator hire video when he was initially hired, and I took some heat for it because I wasn't on fire, fire, fire about it. Um, But if you just look at the data and you just form your own opinion – It'll lead you in the right direction a lot of the times. Right now, if you want to just go to bed and it's 950 Central on a Friday night and you don't want to hang out with 969 super de duper diehard LSU football tigers. Okay. If you if that's not in your repertoire, let me just give you a Cliff Notes version of how I feel about this hire. I feel better about it now than when I did when Madhouse was hired. And Madhouse came in with a ton of praise. You know, he had, and one thing that took the Madhouse hire to the next level was the blessing of quite a few former players, okay? Um, and that was good. And Madhouse had some good moments as, as the LSU defensive coordinator. Every time I'm going to talk, every anytime I mention Madhouse, I go back to the Alabama game plan, one of the best defensive game plans we've ever put together. Bryce Young had never been under 50% passing unless he was going up against Harold Perkins and Madhouse. He really was that good. Okay. But he ended up being a bad hire, a hire that potentially cost us a college football playoff and potentially a national championship. Okay. So. Let's be patient with the coordinator hires, with the position coach hires. And while the position coach hires are going to be very important, and we're going to have yet another defensive line coach, okay? This will be, what, our fourth in four different seasons, fifth-ish in five different seasons, if we're being honest. It's, uh, it's more important to get the coordinator thing 
right first. Okay. Alex G said, former players, bless Pelini. Don't really care about that. Okay. Ray says, hire Corey Raymond as an analyst and recruiter. What do you want to do that? Okay. Brian wants to talk about his Miami defenses. It was a while ago, but let's just increase the data. Miami defense under Baker in 2019. 23rd in total defense, 10th in rushing, 35th against the pass, 19 points per game. Very solid. Yeah, those Miami teams were, were weird. Who, who was the head coach at the time? Was it uh, was it Manny Diaz? The, the thing I remember about that was I believe Manny Diaz was the coach of Miami. And Blake Baker was um, back and forth over who was actually going to call the defense or some – thing that happened i don't really remember and i really don't care at this point but blake baker was 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 young then as well he has got a lot of play calling experience okay paul eskin welcome shout out buddy sanji i've known buddy for a while Arena was making north of two point five million before he left. That's true. You know, my thing though is um, Dave Veranda was elite. He, he he was elite. Okay. Let's go to Cam. Cam, is that is that? Is that who I think it is? Is that Gambit? I like it. Wonder if this hire has sway on Tackett Curtis. <sighs> maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Um, you know, here's what I'd say about Tacky Curtis is obviously he's a Louisiana native and he would kind of fit the portal guys that they have brought in up to this point. Guys that have played some or guys that have some promise, but haven't been proven big time producers at the division one power five level. Almost every defensive transfer that they brought in fits that mold right now. Brown, uh, the transfer from Ohio State. Gilbert, who was injured this past season but started a lot the year before for Texas A&M. So lots of defensive transfers that are in um, that haven't played a whole lot. You know, you got J.K. Johnson coming off this injury. We'll see what happens there. But it's interesting, all right? Uh, and I appreciate the Super Chat. Now, I do want to get into another story today that will get swept under the radar because there are big stories happening right now with LSU football. Of course, Blake Baker is hired. Tomorrow we will know the fate of Bryce Underwood. But earlier today, Logan Diggs entered the transfer portal. 
Now, if I were to choose between one of two things that would have happened with Logan Diggs, would he have gone to the NFL or would he have come back? I would have sworn he would have gone to the NFL instead of come back to LSU. I did not think he was going to go into the portal. Now, this is a really good job by Jacques Doucet. I tweeted this out uh, earlier today. And we'll get back into the defensive coordinator uh, thing here in just a second. And, wow, we are close to 2,000 followers on Twitter, and I suck at Twitter. That's cool. Um, I do want to show you this right here uh, from Jacques. Really good eagle eye right here. That Logan Diggs did limp. That is him limping off the field in some type of brace. So, very bizarre. Very, very, very bizarre. A guy that was a proven player for us. It's 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 interesting. I understand his logic, though, with Caleb Jackson and Caden Durham taking over the running back room next year. And Josh Williams potentially coming back. But when Logan was healthy, he was the lead back. He did get a lion's share of the carries. He was pretty much the only back we really ever gave more than 15 carries. And I wish him nothing but the best. You know, he helped us win some big games this year. You know, he was excellent versus Ole Miss. He was excellent versus Missouri. Excellent versus Auburn. Just very injured. Very injured. Paul, feel free to shoot me some details on this. It's a pretty bold claim. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, at PowerRLS. You can shoot me an email if you have any um, information there. All right, let's go to Andrew. Let's start with the the, the big part of this question here. If we bring Corey Raymond back, what do you think his role is for the LSU defense? Okay. That's a very good question. All right. He would be the defensive backs coach. Okay. Um, Obviously, a decision would need to be made if he would be the defensive line coach. I'd say defensive line coach. If he would be the entire defensive backs coach, or would he just be um, a corners coach or a safeties coach? Obviously, What's been more popular is splitting that secondary position up where the corners are doing their own thing and the safeties are doing their own thing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you know, if we bring Raymond back, he would be a defensive backs coach unless he wanted to be an analyst. I won't get into all the details with um, with what happened to Corey Raymond the last time Brian Kelly um, or, or the last time he left LSU, Corey Raymond, uh, because that it was yesteryear, all right? But, you know, would Corey come back? It's 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 tough to say at this point. I've, I've heard that it's become more likely, but that's just me hearing it. I, I don't feel as comfortable about that as I did with Baker since Madhouse has been fired, okay? 
Now here's Andrew Carter. Do you think he's going to bring any players with him? It's just Andrew going to come down to how the portal is going to work. Because Missouri had a later um, game, all right, they do have a little bit more time uh, for players to enter the portal. I believe you get an extra five days, if you will. So if they played that game on, what, if they played it on the 1st or, or New Year's Eve, I would guess today or tomorrow would be the deadline. Um, so, yeah, I, you would like to think that some players go. The thing that I would be interested in is would more players come along with them? I do think uh, the name that, that I gave you a little bit earlier is um, is Al Davis, okay, uh, the, the, the defensive line coach of Missouri. All right. Let's go to TJ, man. Missouri has a couple defensive players committed to them in their portal. What's the rule with that? Have they signed yet, or can they flip still? I don't know because I don't follow uh, the day-to-day with Missouri. But it would be one thing if they just signed to Missouri and their defensive coordinator left. I understand we got a lot of new viewers in here, and – if you don't want to join the Patreon, if you don't want to join anything like that, please, 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 please come back for another live stream. Okay, this is the live stream schedule. Screenshot it Tuesday, Thursday, Sundays at 8.15 Central. We'll do a Wednesday night one at 6 Central. We'll be doing more 6 p.m.s uh, this offseason. But there you go. So um, let me pull up Elijah Drinkowitz here. I will tell you this about Elijah Drinkowitz as well. All right. Just just uh, for reference, I'm not going to say he burned bridges this year, but he was very boastful. Uh, this year, I guarantee you, uh, there are people in Arkansas that are laughing at him right now, and I like Drinkwitz, I do. So, Drinkwitz says, Thank you, Blake, for all we did for Mizzou football. Your help and all we accomplished cannot be denied. I enjoyed every minute of our journey together, but it's time for you to go on a new path. Godspeed, I wish you well. So, there you go. About what you'd expect. Okay. 2.5 million. 2.5 million. Dane, I, I, I don't do that. That... I, I don't know what, what you're insinuating here. Uh, Carter, what do you think about Kevin Peoples potentially coming with Baker as a D-line coach? Sure. Don't know a whole lot about him, for being honest. Let me pull up the...
Let me see. So, it would be interesting. Um, I'll pull up both of these profiles for you. Um, So, Kevin Peoples was the defensive line coach with Blake Baker. But what they elected to do was have two different defensive line coaches. Okay? So, Al Davis was the interior uh, defensive line coach. Okay? This is what confused me. Uh, earlier, okay? So, he was the interior defensive line coach. This is Kevin Peoples, who was the edge coach, okay? So, obviously, those are different roles. It's kind of what LSU elected to do with their defensive line this past year. Um, Have an edge defender, uh, have edge coaches, and have interior coaches, I could see both of them if LSU likes to go in that direction. This would be my response to that. Okay. Um, what would you do with John Jancic, who you've already said is coming back? Would he just move to special teams full time? I don't know. You tell me. Okay. You tell me. Continuity of O. Is important and bringing in a new OC risk breaks that up. So we have a few questions coming in about the offensive coordinator. That's perfectly fine as well. I thought I was trying to hit a thousand viewers. I don't think we're going to get that now. That's okay. You think Jair Brown wins a starting slot in the fall? I'm always open, uh, Boris, uh, about this. I all day have just dug deep into Bryce Underwood, right? It's, It's all I've been doing watching his footage uh, to get ready for tomorrow. Um, you know, I, I don't ever like to just say somebody's good if I've never just sat down and watched him. He is uh, on my list uh, to, to to watch. You know, with the with the portal and all that stuff, it, it takes a while uh, to, to go through every player. But he could, and, and that's a good thing, is there are plenty of, of snaps to go around. I think the likelihood of Jordan Gilbert starting next season is higher than Brown, though, because of LSU's desperation of having somebody experienced back there at safety. Um, I don't know how confident you guys feel with Major Burns coming back as a starting safety, but that's that's your prerogative how you how you can feel about that. Okay. Yeah, Chance, maybe Makai Wingo says, look, 
I am coming back. Maybe he does say that. I don't know. I don't know. You know, Wingo's not a defensive tackle I could see going in like the first or second round. Obviously, in a perfect scenario, he, he could. Uh, if a team really just fell in love with him, and I, I could see one uh, fall in love with him, but, you know, I, I, I could also see him running it back. Jordan Jefferson was a little interesting to me going, but I get it as well. Oh, Dan was messing with me. I, I was, I was confused. I was like, oh. Good CFACP in there. TJ said, is Jalen Brown trending to Florida State? Um, there you go. Chance, I thought he had one more. I guess I, I guess I'm wrong about that. Yeah, player X, I think he's ready to go. I mean, he's played so many snaps. And I did see Wingo tweet Roy Kent uh, this weekend. He actually did tweet you. Uh, he followed me on Twitter this week as, as well. I have a lot of respect for him, man. So Jefferson's eligibility is, is, is up. Okay. I thought he did have one more season. Okay. So let's see here. Once again, if we get to 200 in supers, we're halfway there. Okay. Halfway home. Forbes is in here. Elisa says she's a graduate of Missouri. So how are you feeling about that, Elisa? And welcome to the channel. Good to see you. Jeff goes with an A. Good to see Jason in here. What's up, man? Jason actually has a, the PHL poster. I love it. There you go. Can't beat that, man. Scotty, I appreciate the heads up. If you guys see anything uh, else, you let me know. I don't mind going live all night. I know a lot of you have questions. I haven't been able to get to all of them. If you do Super Chat, I go straight to it because you guys are uh, helping me feed my dog. Michael, good to see you. Michael's in every single live stra uh, live track. Ross Dellinger is saying the contract is two point two million. I've heard two point five. We'll see. That would obviously be a win for LSU if it's only two point two. Okay. Want Jacoby Matthews? I've heard two point five. Okay. 
Daly says more than two point two million a year. Crazy. Still a lot of money. Still a lot of money. Let me see. I would trust Delhi. Let's pull this up for Rick. Who are the portal defensive line targets we still have in our sights? Ah, let's see. I'll pull them up for you. Tro Carter, Sioni Lalua, Michael Goodwine from Alabama, Jonathan Davis. Let me know if there's anyone here that stands out to you. All these guys do not have homes. New Mexico State, I don't know if that excites any of you. Taiji Hill committed to Oregon State. Best select to him. So yeah, maybe there's no one out there that that the coaching staff just loves. Um, I I would like to get at least one, even if you're not just in love in love with them. Scotoroby with another running back gone. How do I see the running back room panning out? That's a really good question. I think it's going to be the Caleb Jackson and Caden Durham show at this point. And if Josh Williams is back, he's still going to play a lot as a pass protector, pass catcher, and just a good short yardage back altogether. Okay. Uh, also, Roby, it's going to come down to what our offense is comfortable with next season. You know, I felt last year our run schemes were a bit predictable. It it seemed like there were times when the defense just kind of had our runs with our running backs uh, uh, sniffed out. So there you go. Paul says, I made the Missouri trip this year, great town and fans were class. Tailgate a bit weak. Well, it is an 11 a.m. game uh, this year. There's quite a few of you that made the Missouri trip. Uh, Jared, let me know what you guys thought about the Missouri trip. Uh, I know Branson went. I know King Ulysses also went to the uh, Missouri trip. So you let me know. Trey Holly next season could be a third down back. 
former PHL guest, Trey Holly. Audio screwed up on the interview. That was very sucky because it was really good. I played some of it on here. Roy says, I'm slightly worried about numbers at the running back position. The death this week. Injuries could have us in a bind. So obviously we had eight scholarship running backs. Uh, we also had a walk-on running back transfer in Corin Norman. But so far, you know, Armani Goodwin left. Um, Logan is left. And Trey Bradford is gone. Okay. So... You still have Josh Williams, you have Caleb Jackson, you still have Trey Holly. Uh, is Noah Kane out of eligibility? Let me see. Let's... Let me make sure he is out of eligibility. Unless he, yeah, I think he's done. So we lose Noah Kane. It would have been nice to have him back because he was a, he was actually a really good back uh, for us this year, even in the fifth string role. Very reliable, really high success rate. So there you go, T Mill. Good to see you. So he does have a year left. Uh, I, I guess. I don't know. What's up, Nick? Welcome to the channel. Does he bring his staff with him? Yeah, you could also put Harold Perkins back there. Let him know, Absolute Connor. You're a believer in Harold Perkins at running back. I love it. I guess the worst comes to worst, you could play him there. I'm fine with the running back depth where it is. You know, it, it almost like they, they had too many. Um, the Trey Bradford situation is still going to be one of the most fascinating situations in uh, – football history, right? You you play a lot in the first game. For, you you have the first catch of the season. And then after that, it's like Kaiser Sose. He's gone. Demi says Diggs was solid at Notre Dame and LSU. Okay. 
Sarah, good to see you. No other hires announced. I'm pretty sure Noah Kane is done. Unless he has some kind of waiver. Okay. But feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Let's see. We are halfway to the Jaden Daniels giveaway. Paul says, I think we are better at running back. What's up, Paul? Good to see you. Jack, welcome. All his other photo. I think that's Tiger Stadium. Where, where was this? And, and it looks... Or, or crap, where where is this? We we've discussed this before. Uh, do I think they go after more defensive linemen in the portal? I think I think they need to. I do. Let's go to TJ. Draft question: Do I think Jaden and Malik both actually end up going in the top ten? Yes. At this point, I, I believe so. I, I, you know, they both play positions that get drafted a lot in the first round, right? You know, the three positions on offense that get selected in the first round the most now are quarterbacks, offensive tackles, and wide receivers. And then on defense, it's pass rushers and, and corners, okay? So they do play what many would consider premium uh, draft positions. I would say so. Um, you know, at this point, Drake may for sure in the top 10. Obviously, Caleb Williams for sure in the top 10. The offensive tackle at Penn State for sure in the top 10. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr. for sure in the top 10. So that leaves six other slots uh, for for players. If Jaden is clearly the number three quarterback in the draft, he will go in the top 10. And Malik Neighbors, I feel, is pretty clearly the number two receiver in the draft. So I think they both will. Now, top five is a little bit more of an interesting question. I think top five is also feasible for, for both of them. As crazy as that sounds. Yes, 30A, that's where it was. Okay. I've never been to 30A. So, Josh, if I heard any other names for defensive line coach, no. I could see um, either Peoples or Al Davis, the defensive line coaches at Missouri, coming over. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I, w- I will be there. It should be a fun one. Definitely doing some PHL stuff there. Okay. Yeah, Daniel, I have no idea what's wrong with the British Broadcasting Company. I don't. Lots of good documentaries on there. Huh? 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 I love it. Bowers top 10. I could see it. I, I think the injuries are uh, 
that they think the injuries are, are getting us. Um, but we'll get him. I do have some Brock Bowers cards over here. Here's one. That was sent to me not too long ago. I'm a fan. I got some of his stuff. This one I just had out. I need to clean it. Don't have it in a penny sleeve or top loader. Let's go to Day Day. Cool photo here. So Carter, I'm honest. Honestly, how do I how do I see Perk Weeks and Penn plays out with the new TC? Those guys are really good. Yeah, obviously Greg Penn had his moments. I do feel it was better than Omar Spates. Game versus Ole Miss was really rough, but he just honestly he had a cleat issue. He just couldn't stay on his feet. He slipped a lot. Um so there you go. Let me see. I'm looking up some of the Missouri players, see if they've said anything. I know Ennis Rakestraw was always active on Twitter. They're heartbroken. Heartbroken. Let's see what Brian Kelly has said. Coach Brian Kelly. Excited to welcome Blake and his family back to Baton Rouge. Go Tigers. Brian Kelly here, his ability to develop and motivate his players while putting together highly successful defenses sets him apart in his field. Big shout out to Joshua Mayo. He always shares my stuff on Facebook. I appreciate that. Grant loves it. A plus higher. So TJ is predicting Greg Penn is going to be the DeMond Clark transformational player. I like that. Uh, 
right, the Mon Clark wore number 35 before number 18. And Greg Penn wears number 30. I thought it was I thought they wore the same jersey number for a second. Devon Keys, I see you, Steve. <laughs> Nick Hazard. Okay. True, what's up, bro? I love it. Try the running backs at linebacker. Yeah, I guess Caleb Jack would be a good a good linebacker, but he needs to stay at running back. Day Day coming in hot. I would say Devin White. But that's not really a hot take there. Big shout out though to Patrick Queen making his first Pro Bowl. Notice when PQ went on Power Hour LSU. The very next season, he had a career year and went to a freaking Pro Bowl. So if you are a former LSU player and you're in the NFL and you want to make the Pro Bowl next season, jump on the funnest LSU YouTube channel you have ever seen. Hopefully, Cole, it's next season. Hopefully, it is. Okay. Now, one player. I think they can turn it around. It's coming up after this. PHL Nation. Oh, yeah, baby. You know about Louisiana Controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season, and I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial HVAC needs. It is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years. Yes, that is four decades. You know this Louisiana weather gets crazy. Go to LouisianaControls.com or call 225-924-4990, baby. Let's go. Big shout out, Louisiana Controls. Um, The more I watched them, the more I started to talk myself into JV and Toviano being a really good football player at LSU. Okay. I honestly saw some things in the Wisconsin game that weren't great, but I saw a few big, big, big plays and some high potential plays from him. So he's grown on me. He, he he really has. What What's going to be interesting is where LSU sees his future. Okay. Where is it? Is it at corner? Is it at safety? Is it at nickel? I think he's physical. I think he really wants to be great. And... 
I I think a defined role would do him some good moving forward. Um, I I also think as we move forward as a defense, are we going to be better on third down? This was one thing where Madhouse really struggled was getting off the field. Okay. It was really tough because guys would be able to just run, sit at the sticks, move the chains. Guys run the sticks, move the chains. And and this and this is it. It, it it's not just Madhouse, but it is Madhouse. As uh, a simper, you make a really good point here. They, I just go back to this with the LSU defense. There really was nothing we were just good at. You know, there wasn't one thing that you could point to and say, you know what? At least we're good at this. At least. We could rush the passer. Sometimes we could. A lot of times we just couldn't get off blocks. At least we were good tacklers, no? At least we were good at stopping the explosive play. Sure, to a certain extent, but if you're playing so far off, I hope you could be able to. You're good man coverage defenders, no. Zone defenders, no. Good in space, no. It was tough. It was tough. Let's go to Curtis, and this is very important. This offseason is going to be brutal. You know, this last offseason wasn't brutal. You know, the big debate, honestly, this past offseason was Jaden. You know, would Jaden take this massive leap forward because we returned all our coaches? Uh this offseason is going to be very long, right? Uh, new coordinators, new QB, new receivers, essentially kind of sort of new running back because Logan Diggs probably won't be back. And then defensively, what is a rebuild going to look like? Heck yeah, Richard Robinson played in the league too. I remember Richard Robinson. Of course I do. Good player. Jared feels this offseason will fly by. I hope it does. That's true, TJ. Got to learn a few more moves. Hopefully he does. I mean, his ghost move is really good. But you got to. Got to build some counters. Shay says the defense can't be worse than it was last year, so I'll take that. I do agree. I do very much agree.
Michael Penix will be their number one overall pick, says Jeff. Well, if you believe that, then you should go to the betting market right now. It would be interesting, though, if he does light it up in the national championship game, I could see him move ahead of Jaden in some of these draft chats. Um, obviously, I would take Jaden over Penix at the next level because of the running ability and the injury history as well. But, you know, Penix versus Texas was surreal. Like, that. He was so freaking good in that game. It blew my freaking mind. Okay? He man 706-70525. Why did BK let Blake and potentially Corey go only to bring them back? Yeah, you know, that's that's always a tough one, right? Why are you bringing why are you bringing these people back? Why 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 do that? If you if you thought that they were good, why would you ever do that? And my response to that would be, well, Blake Baker wasn't the DC the year before. That you see, it's it's different. It's very much different. Okay. So far, we are getting A's. Um Uh, it, uh, for for most of the greats, okay. Charlie says, "I think the big rub with the players was was that they knew House pushed out Jamar Kane, and I do not think it was received well, according to Charlie." Uh, it wasn't okay. You know, obviously at the time we talked a lot about you know Jamar Kane leaving, uh, but you know it, it was tough, right? Because he was recruiting some some Jack linebackers, and then you know you're not you're not even coaching that position anymore because they decided to split it up. It's tough. Okay. So Nick, good to see you. Yeah. So the Diggs leg injury that when I was Jacques Doucet, I was just sharing the video. Um. And yeah, you know, like I said, I occasionally get um some heads up on some things. Um and. You know, I, I wasn't the only one that had the the the, the Blake Baker thing. I like, I had, I was live when, you know, I'd got a message regarding Blake's possibility, and and I thought it was go, I thought it was going to be him, 
I didn't report it was going to be him. I said it was a very likely scenario that your defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator would be a DCOC pairing from Louisiana Tech. Uh, that's basically it. And the reason why I say that is because coaching stories, coaching news is always played so close to the vest. Now, why is that the case? Well, number one, there's very few people whose opinions actually matter. It's a head coach, it's the AD, and maybe a few other powerful people. And then contracts get agreed upon and then Board of Regents, all that stuff. But the reason why a lot of it is also played close to the vest is you're going after guys that are are potentially at other jobs. And that affects all the assistants that are under that that coach. Are they going with them? What about the recruits? The way the calendar works makes it that much more difficult. But, you know, I try to be as accurate as I possibly can. It is interesting, though, that, you know, it, it was $2.5 million. I heard it was $2.5 million as well. And Ross Dellinger is saying it's $2.2 million. Obviously, it's still a lot of money. 300000 though, is pretty significant in, in difference. Uh, it's still over $2 million. Now, that is still freaking crazy. Okay, so we'll see what that final number is. Uh, I know Delhi, and Delhi's to me the the best college football reporter out there. So if he's saying it's two point two million, then he's probably right. Let's go to Jiren. Do I think they bring back Corey Raymond as a DB coach with the Blake Baker hire? It's just tough to say. It's just tough to say. And I appreciate the super chat, but. Let me say this. Corey Raymond's name is always going to be brought up with LSU because people like to bring back the glory days. All right. And I know it's come off for me from my vantage point that some of you have looked at me as as, as a not-so-big Corey Raymond fan, which couldn't be further from the truth. I appreciate what Corey did at LSU. He was a very good coach. We won championships with him here, okay? But it's also important to understand that DBU existed before he got here. And his last four seasons weren't weren't great. I do think it is a scenario that could happen. Blake obviously uh, is familiar with Corey, so it, it, it could happen, and it wouldn't make a lot of sense. But... I could also see them go in a different direction. Now, this is going to be the spicy question. I knew this was going to come up eventually. I've actually done some videos on the SEC channel about Williams Winery. All right. Um, so for those that don't know, he's a superstar, five-star DT um, in the class of 2024. So the best... I I haven't checked on this, but I'm pretty sure he has already signed with Missouri. So could he get a waiver and say, I really wanted to play with Blake Baker. I'm going to LSU. Sure. 
Sure. But I think he's going to Missouri. Yeah, that would make sense as well. 2.2 with kids at 300. Yeah, that makes sense. I honestly don't know the answer to that, Grant. That would be a very interesting thing to know. Because so much, uh, the portal rules change by the year. Um, here's one portal rule I, I, I disagreed with. And as you guys know, I'm very pro player. Okay. I don't like the two-time transfer rule. I believe one transfer is more than enough. Okay? When you haven't graduated yet. And now you get multiple transfers before you graduate. That's a lot, right? If the goal of college athletics is to get a degree and we know how credits don't always transfer from school to school. I don't think you should be allowed to transfer more than one time. Um, I just don't think so. I, I just think one is, is, is plenty. I, I do. And once again, I'm, I'm very pro player, but, and I understand college years are fleeting, but that would also incentivize graduating. You know, you, you can't transfer again until you get everything done. Okay. He did. That was a weird, weird, weird situation. Ooh, tea time. Ooh. Ooh. Tea time. Come on now. There were elite DBs before Corey Raymond was here. That's not me being a hater. That's just... It's just where... That's just the truth.
Okay, let me go to this real quick. Once again, we are seventy away from giving out the Jaden Daniels print. Okay. Blake Baker has tweeted out a few things. Let's get to it. Larry wanted Adam Fuller, the Florida State defensive coordinator. Now, that's a guy that runs a four-man front and basically just runs a four-man front. Okay. I was a big fan of Ennis Rakestraw. I mean, I just love the Missouri corners. Rakestraw and Abram Strain. Now, none of that respect him. He came in and changed a real bad run defense. Without Baker, a lot of people would have left last year one of the goats, if you ask me. We bought in and went 11-2. and Named the last time we did that or won a bowl game. Number 25 defense, thank you, Blake Baker. Okay. Here's Blake Baker, my brother for life. Going to miss you more than anything and so proud of what we were able to accomplish. Thank you for making me a better coach, father, and man. Mizzou football and Como are special, and we will miss it dearly. There's Blake Baker and Coach Drinkwitz. So, there you go. I guess I need to follow him now. Fun stuff. Let's go to Blue Miss. What do you think? And thank you for the super chat. I really appreciate you, Blue Miss. I think I know who you are, too. Uh, I think you follow me on Twitter. What do I think Baker would more than likely do with Perkins next season? Love the hire. Wish we didn't have to spend so much, but hey, that's life. Hey, look. Also 2.5. Now if it's at 2.2, that's even better. Okay. Yeah, I, I think obviously Perk would be better served as a Jack. Now is he big enough to do that? No, but it is something he can do, right? Or at least I at least I think. Okay. So for me, I, I would make him just a jack linebacker. I would. And then just work with him on uh, as a pass rusher. And look, I, I know what many would say, well, Carter, we couldn't stop the run with Harold Perkins as as the edge. I was like, well, we didn't stop the run last year at all. So either do that or you keep working him as the nickel and you find other ways to, you know, set the edge defensively. Okay. Everybody, welcome Cameron Soul to the channel. Welcome. To answer this question for Cameron, I'm going to go ahead and put my hat on backwards. I, I, 
I like the backwards hat look. I got a haircut today, too. Maybe I shouldn't even wear a hat. I don't think my haircut looks. I got a little hat line. Didn't Tyron have John Chavis? Yes, Tyron Matthew played under John Chavis. And Tyron's year where he didn't play in 2012 was Corey Raymond's first year as a DB coach. Okay. So let me just pull this up to make sure we're all on the same timeline. Okay. So the 2011 LSU team, okay, to me, the second best LSU team of, of all time. All right. Corey Raymond was the DB coach the year after. So he was DB coach at LSU from 2012 to 2021. All right. So Corey Raymond never coached Patrick Peterson or Tyron Matthew. Now, he would have coached Tyron Matthew, but Corey Raymond did coach Dante Jackson. He did coach um, Jamal Adams. He did coach uh, Eric Reed for a year. He did coach a lot of really good players. John Battle, who we referenced earlier. Um, he obviously did coach uh, the, 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 the great Derek Stingley, Christian Fulton, Grant Delpit, and so on and so on and so on. So this would be a very popular move. Um, obviously from New, New Iberia and all that stuff, but Trey White. Brian Mitchell, don't don't really know a whole lot about him. Okay. Let's go to Tyler. I feel like LSU needs to hire a young African-American or black coach to relate to these young boys. I feel like a young black coach wouldn't have near the problems that these middle-aged white guys seem to be having. Yeah, so there will be black coaches on the defensive staff. Okay. Um, so that that that's just the case. And look, LSU has multiple black coaches on the offensive side of the football. I would expect the same thing on the defensive uh, side of the football as well. And I do think it's important to have some of that, not only in your coaching staff, but in your recruiting staff. Raymond's secondary has produced seven first-team All-Americans, including his time at LSU. Eric Reed, Jalen Mills, Jamal Adams, Trey White, Greedy Williams, Brent Delpit, Derek Singh. Yeah, he's uh, plenty of great players. Plenty of great players. Um, but also, Aaron, it, it's a what have you done for me lately kind of business. Okay. The, the second, this is just a, a, a truth. It's just a fact. The secondaries for four seasons in a row under Corey Raymond have not been good. They just haven't been good. And it's not like he's been at Vanderbilt. You know, it's LSU and, and Florida. Okay. 
Trey, uh, I, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> this this last name. Uh, is is it Esman, Esiman, or is it? It's important to have a diverse staff in any business. I do agree. <laughs> Jared says, what about relating to all the white DB and recruits? Man, this Will Compton stuff is just so good. I will say, Cooper Dijon would have been the best DB on uh, on our team. Okay. <laughs> Oh man! So it is. It it is. Uh, it is semen. Welcome to the channel, Terry. Welcome. It it is funny though, because like there was um, a soccer goalie named. Um, that hell yeah hell yeah Nick Nick James I'm Nick James <laughs> uh, man But Simper, you got you got to check out Cooper. Cooper Dijon is a baller, bro. Uh, you are not in the Navy. Stop, Terry. Stop. You are not. Uh, uh, you are not in the Navy with the last name Seaman. There's no way. I hope me pronouncing your last name doesn't get my whole channel demonetized. I could see YouTube because we did have some female bots in here talking crazy in here. And I could see the Google bot saying, well, I thought this was just a foosball channel. Apparently, you talk about the other kind of balls. Mm. Uh, Billy, he he will definitely have some. Obviously, he's going to need to get a little bigger. You know, the one thing about Durham is. You know, he he's he's not really a a guy that 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 has a lot of wiggle. He is a vertical guy. Um, now he can juke, obviously, but he is a he he just he just has that burst, man. But I'm a national TV. 
let's go to Robert. We use Perkins as a Micah Parsons-like defender. He's only two inches shorter than Perkins and 20 pounds lighter. I think Perkins is quicker, but not quite as strong, allows the D to be multiple. Yeah, I agree. Well, here's what I would say is in terms of speed, Perk probably has Micah Parsons in terms of speed. But Micah Parsons' length is what's crazy. He has really long arms, and he's overall just bigger, right? Uh, Perk's just not built the same way as, as Micah Parsons, right? Um, but speed-wise, yeah. Um, now, I've seen a few of you talk about, well, wh- what defenders are going to enter the portal? I really, I really don't know. Like, you know, you would have thunk there would have been more when Madhouse left. And you thought that there would have been more when the position coaches left. But there haven't really been any that have entered the portal since any of the defensive coaches have decided or then they didn't decide they just got canned. Okay. Luke hopes she starts feeling better. Colin, we will have a video tomorrow. I don't know. I, I really I really don't know what time he's committing. Uh let me see. I should just I just watched a lot of his games today, including his state championship game, uh, around 5.30 Central. Okay. So we will have a video tomorrow. So 4.30 Central. Okay. Appreciate you, Matthew. So be on the lookout. We we do have a film study that we are going to drop tomorrow. We won't go live, though. No, Shane, I I didn't I didn't look earlier. Like I cut the video and it's it's ready to go. I hope he commits because I spent I don't know, a good seven or eight hours looking at that. And it's it's crazy. The the one thing about the transfer portal is um is there are just so many players. Like and I was saying to myself, maybe I should have watched a little Jair Brown before uh, starting to watch Bryce Underwood, but there's just so much stuff that happens in December. It is by far my biggest, busiest month of the year. And I know it's early January here, but it's still kind of December, if you get what I'm saying. Like, 
the season's not even over. No, Mick, because the current OC is his primary. Uh, how many LSU players still on the team who played when Blake was with the team? So that would be a 2021. Well, obviously, Josh Williams would be one. I think uh, John Emery. But defensively, would there be anyone? I think Major Burns, Major Burns came over in 2022. So uh, Sage Ryan would be one. Right? Right? No. Uh, he he would have started in 2022. So I don't know if there'd be any defensive players, if if I'm being honest. Uh. Not really, Pegasus. I mean, you always do worry about that because, you know, if you get an NFL job as an assistant coach, even if it means taking a hundred K less or even more than that, those jobs are just more scarce and you don't have to recruit. You have better hours. You're dealing with adults. Uh, you're mostly just doing football. Yeah, they go. That was actually the game that I watched. Uh, the uh, if you're talking about Bryce Hunter with the last state championship game, that really was his only tough game as a high school player. I have a few thoughts. You know, I, I I'm actually cutting some of the plays from that game in the video tomorrow. Uh, I really didn't take a whole lot away from it though, because the the thing is with Underwood, his other stuff is just so. Unfreaking believably good. Okay. Like the the thing that really blew me away from, from watching him is the processing. Like, obviously, high school football in Michigan isn't like some unreal level of, of football like it is in Texas or even a Louisiana, if you will. But even though the competition in that grade what would really blew me away with Underwood is how well he plays within the structure of the play. So what do I mean by that exactly? A lot of high school, like elite quarterbacks, you see a good chunk of their plays where, you know, they're twirling around and they're running around people and they're just out athleting people. And that's what Bryce Underwood does some of the time. He does have that ability. But 
when you watch him, a lot of his stuff is within the play design. And yes, people are getting open, but he's also throwing guys open. And it also shows me that he's processing things really quickly, fitting the football into tight windows. And the wildest thing about his game for a high school quarterback is his red zone accuracy is Stu freaking Pendus. Um, it's crazy how well he he is able to pinpoint footballs in that portion of the field. He really is a cheat code, man. I I do believe it. I do believe in him. I'm not just saying that because he's committing. There's players that have committed to LSU before that. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't agree that the, the the recruiting ranking is where it should be. Um. So there you go. Um. Well, he's a five star. I mean, he can go wherever he wants. You know, there's. You, you never know who could come in and throw a bigger bag. But he's good, man. He is really, really, really good. And TJ, as he says, I'm not falling myself, falling into the Sadron hype train. I will say this, though, TJ, about that. Um, I didn't know I was going live tonight, and I ate the biggest bowl of gumbo before I came on here. And uh, the whole stream, um, all two hours, and I don't mind going late. I really don't mind. There's still 528 of you. We, we're over 900. If you're new, we, we we go late. This is not for the weak souls. If you're not a diehard LSU football fan, this channel is not for you. It's just not. I know that's not what I should say. I should say, hey. Even if you just kind of like LSU football. No, this is only for diehards. This isn't for... If, if you don't know who Daniel Graff is, if you don't know who Ruben Randall is, obviously that's not a deep, deep cut. That's a deep cut. Daniel Graff is a deep, deep, deep cut. But... So my wife made this gumbo. Uh, actually, it was my mother that made the gumbo. But my wife heated it up. And y'all... She went to Walmart earlier today. She got these miniature cookies. Dude, I can't help myself with the Walmart cookies. Dude, they're so good. They're so freaking good. The little Walmart cookies. Wait, Sibley's been in here? I think I saw Sibley earlier. What's up, Sibs? Sibley's been telling y'all about Bo Davis, man. It's not easy, bro. Bo's got it. Good. Okay. I I I don't think that it was. I I honestly don't know if that was ever happening, Mac. Um, I keep saying that, and it still could happen. It could. Bo Davis, I did, Brian Kelly's wanted this to happen. Okay. When you're at a school like Texas. You're going to the SEC and you make a million dollars per year. Okay. It's tough. 
Let's go to Jeremy and the financial guy. I, I made a joke about him earlier today. I asked his question. What what if Blake Baker doesn't stay long? What if we go to a playoff and he's a head coach the next year? Good. You know, it's a sign of a good thing. If your coordinator is really good, guess what? He's going to get other opportunities, right? You know, that's always happened with our coordinators. The fact that we had Dave Aranda for four years is crazy. Um, you know, Joe Brady had won the Broyles Award. He was gone. Mike Dimbrock, Broyles finalist. He was gone. It's hard, man. It's hard. Okay. Now, here's what we're going to do. Risen Phoenix will see you tomorrow for the Bryce Underwood video. Here's what we're going to do. In the next five to ten minutes, I'm going to answer as many questions as we possibly can. But if you're super chat, we'll keep it going. Aaron, I don't know if I'd call it a stepping stone. Okay. If LSU was a stepping stone, what makes out what 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 is Alabama? Okay. Alabama had a defensive coordinator go from Alabama to Ole Miss. But Carter, then uh, that happened one time. Okay. Alabama just had a wide receivers coach go to Texas A&M. Assistant coaches move. That's the name of the game. And you'll never hear me complain about that unless it gets extreme, like the defensive line coach has been. And I think that's part of the reason why LSU is open to paying Bo Davis a lot of money to, 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 to come here because they know when he comes here, you know, he's coming back home to be a defensive line coach. You know, he's going to be good. You know, he's, he's going to be locked in for more than a year. But even then, nothing is guaranteed. Nothing. Okay. Robert, thank you for the super chat. I really appreciate you. Simper, uh, say Simper. That man blessed watching in Turkey says we need a Ravens D line type change. That's true. It's kind of crazy. The Ravens brought in Jadavian Clowney and he's balling. We're getting closer to the Jaden photo giveaway. Only 50 away from the Jaden photo giveaway.
Don't forget on Patreon, we have a Garrett Nussmeyer All-22 breakdown. Three plays from an All-22 angle, Garrett Nussmeyer. It's absolutely ridiculous starters role. Mark, if you're still in here, I'm getting to your question now. If Major Burns earns a starting spot, we are in trouble again. Maybe so. He's 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 got to play better. And he's got to play more under control. This is true. Do you think we'll get more DFF and DFW and Houston kids with Blake Baker on staff? Yeah, he was born uh, in Houston. I don't think he's had a whole lot of coaching experience there, but I'm sure he has some resources there. Let me see. Carla Katz says, great news by Coach Kelly. Patience is a virtue. The good thing about this is you didn't really need to be that patient. Okay. There we go. What's up, Robert? We're there. We got there. Send it to a long-term viewer. There we go. Got it right here. Robert, let me know if you've won something. I'll send it to you if you want it. Since we're still a penny away. Ha, ha, ha. Now we got there. Um, Robert, if 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 you want it, it's yours, man. It's a really cool photo. It looked good in, uh, in any office. Uh... Well, you let me know, Robert. I could, I could send. I'm sending a bunch of stuff out to longtime viewers. Anyway, I got a bunch of LSU cards I wasn't able to give out during the season. I got to get more packing stuff. I sent out a few photos uh, today. Give it to someone who's here a little bit more than me. Let's see. Uh, is Blue Mist still in here? Blue Mist HD? Okay. Let me know if Blue Mist HD is still in here.
Braden Swenson seems to like to hire. Okay. If Blue Miss HD isn't here, we'll go to somebody else. Thinking, I'm, I kind of feel like the um, the Mitch Hedberg. Okay. Dion, what's good? Super chat. Dang good fit. Better than what we had. All right. How about Dion? Dion, I don't think you've ever won anything. You've been, you're here a lot. So, Dion, let me know. Do you want it? I'll send it to you. All right, goes to Dion. Congrats to Dion. You get it, man. Congrats. All you got to do is shoot me an email with your address, powerlsu at gmail.com. And uh, there you go. Let's give out. Let's give out one more thing. I have a Logan Diggs card here. Who wants a Logan Diggs card? Logan was a good player this year. Okay. Curtis, your first time here having a blast. There you go. Don't forget. Just stay away from Jared Curtis. That's all you got to do. You'll have a good time. Huh? 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 Uh, no, Jared's the best. This is the live stream schedule. We will be live again at 815 Central, and we will have a Bryce Underwood video tomorrow. Okay. Uh, let's, let's give this out. Let's give out a Logan Diggs card. He was a good player this year. And uh, Jeremy Albritton, I saw you in here. You wanted something. I'll send you this, Jeremy. Just shoot me an email or Twitter or Instagram. Power Hour LSU. 
that is it's like that on all platforms at power hour lsu on twitter or instagram power hour lsu at gmail.com and dion please do it because i'm shipping out a bunch of stuff tomorrow huh 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 um Kevin's going to be the RB1 next year's way. Yeah, I think so. I think I think he'll be the one that gets the first touch next season. But then again, this year it was Trey Bradford, so you really don't know who will get the first touch. But yeah, I, I think Caleb will, will be the guy. Sup, everybody, welcome Logan to the channel. Is he more man based in his coverage assignments? Um, I really don't know because, like, I watched the Tennessee game closely, and then, of course, I watched the LSU game closely. I need to watch more games before uh, I answer that. So, there you go. Is Jeremy Albritton still in here? I saw him in here a minute ago. Jeremy, I got a card for you, man. Let me know. Curtis says, digs out Judkins in. What do I remember about his defense against LSU? Okay. Um, I remember Jaden just tearing it apart. <laughs> now, they were very physical. I'll talk about a Tennessee play. Uh, they had a pick six at the end of the game. And Tennessee had been hitting Missouri on these inbreakers, right? Just typical slants. And they did a good job on this final pick six to pass the routes off. And that allowed a DB to just read Joe Milton's eyes the entire way and get a good pick six. You could see Rake Straw, uh, we saw a minute ago, you could see him on the play point to the overhang defender that um, there was an inbreaker coming and it was a pick six. Okay. That was something that stood out to me about Baker's defense. They were they were a smart group. So Dion, please send me an email. Something I, I got a stack of things where I, I've given them out, but some people said that they wanted them, but they won't send me something. Uh oh.
it's the master. Blaster. What's up, Master B? He's in the building. TJ, you can't go to bed just yet. We got to talk about the big day. No, I'm kidding. Go get you some chat. I tell the wifey, I said hello. I say wifey, fiance. I say hello. By the time you showed up, brother. Oh, Aaron's predicting the girls basketball repeat and baseball repeat. Need a little sip after uh, you always got to. We'll take a few more once again in the next five to ten minutes. Um, I'll take as many as I possibly can, but if you super chat, we'll keep going. Let them know, Epic Shorty. Yes, way we talk about that actually at length in our Bryce Underwood video tomorrow. Obviously, I'm not going to release a video if he doesn't commit to LSU, but I think he will. Now, if he doesn't commit to LSU, I might go live tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that.
Let him know, Steve. Let him know. Let them know. All right, so Jeremy didn't want the Logan Diggs card. It's okay. Oh, I could have sent him a Josh Williams one if he wanted it. Um, All right, Semper, we'll see you. All right, Dion, you sent me an email or a tweet. Let me see. Everybody's going to the party, have real good time. All right, guys. That was really well said, Steve. Oh, Grant, that's not <laughs> that was just I did, it was just that's just so random, like. <laughs> Like, that was just the most random comment I've ever heard in my life. I mean, there's so many other, like, crazy, crazy. <laughs> why, why, why that simile? There's a thousand different similes uh, you, you could have chosen. But you choose that one. That is just crazy. King cake daiquiris tomorrow. It's these. Let's go. All right, y'all. Big shout out, Blake Baker. We'll see tomorrow if it is 2.5 or 2.2, whatever the case may be. It was a expensive get, but it should be an improvement. And power. Out, LSU, boom. Uh, as we always do at the end, our top super chatter this evening was Robert Borgen. Big thanks to him. One of my BFFs, Grant, Blue Miss, Jiren, Josh, TJ, Paul, Roby. Rick, Boris, 
Andrew, Cam, aka Gambit. Roby was big tonight. Uh, Rolo, Lord Simply, Gina. Gina got into it uh, with the other lady. Adrian, Jared, Jay, Roby. Really appreciate you guys. It goes a long way. Let them know, Jordan. Big night. Uh, it'll it'll it won't be a live show like this. It'll be like a film breakdown. Uh, it'll be around four thirty when he announces. Okay, our next live stream will be Sunday night at eight fifteen. Let's go. Let's go. Whew.